I love that. I love that Bernie said, "Let's just all go out at once," and he didn't come out. Yeah, hey, he's over there somewhere. You have a question, he buddy? Cash him down here. We'll start over here. We're, we're not taking questions yet, sir. That microphone is not on. I listen. I, I said like before I came out, turn on the Q, the Q and A mic uh, right there, and I pointed at. They go okay, and I walked as slow as I could, and they still couldn't get it. <laughs> Can I just do the whole podcast from out here? Sure. But it's 10 a.m., so I'm going to sit down. All right. Hi, where are you from? Nebraska. Nebraska's not that good. It's like four people from Nebraska. <laughs> Yay, Nebraska! <laughs> Before we really get into it, I have to do this. I want to remind everyone, I want to let everyone know this podcast is brought to you by Fallout Shelter and Trunk Club. Yeah. I'm really excited that Fallout Shelter is sponsored. <laughs> no, don't offense to Trunk Club. We Trunk Club's been great. Love them. Wearing their pants right now. I'll show you their pants later. But I've uh, uh, been playing, playing the hell out of them. Take them off. They're staying on. I had, these, I had these jeans picked for me by my stylist. You have a stylist? Have you not heard the fucking ad? Well, I know the ad, but I mean, do they have someone specifically it's for you? It's part of the ad. They pick you a stylist for you. Wow. That's Gus, cool. is this the first time we've ever been sponsored by a video game ever? Uh, no, we did, um, uh, we've done some, we did Dirty Bomb on the patch. Oh, right. But the podcast, so this is the first time ever, right? Uh, podcast, maybe, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say yes. So it literally took can... eight years for a vi- uh, podcast that talks about video game to get a video game sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to right. be a record of some kind. I thought someone would put beer up here, but it's root beer. Oh. It's pretty no, tasty. No, no, I take it back. It's that alcoholic be root beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. I really alcohol. want two mics. No. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Um, so, welcome, everyone, to testing, the uh, Street Podcast. Hey! I, I don't know what I was thinking when I told Barbara that 10 a.m. was okay for this. <laughs> and she's not even on it. She's not yeah. even on it. She's That's sleeping. why she's not on it. Oh, do introductions, Gus? Oh, sure, why not? I'm Gus. Gavin. Jack. I'm Joel. And I'm Bernie Burns. Actually, you know what? The way that Joel acts at RTX every year, it actually wouldn't be surprising if I was Joel and I had like a zipper <laughs> costume and I came out. Just Joel. the mask off. Yeah. What time did you guys... Line up for this. Oh, they lined up at. (laughs) (laughs) I heard a six thirty in there. I I six 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 fingers up in the air. I got six. Can I get five? Can I get five? Where's a five right here? Can I get four? All right, right, show me show me some hands if you lined up at about seven. Show me some hands. Okay, show me some hands if you lined up at about five. Okay, we're not going to be like five a.m. funny. You, you guys, that was too early. It's not going to be worth it. Sorry. 7 a.m., you guys are fucking golden. We're good. You want to see something cool that I noticed doing some panels and stuff? Show hands or make some noise if this is your first RTX. That's pretty badass. I like, guess so. What oh. I learned is none of you are going to be back next year, apparently. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> like, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm just blown away by how many new people we have at RTX this year. It's really, really awesome. I'm just imagining... Please come back. 30,000 people from last year at home on a live stream going, fuck you. 
5 a.m. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I just rolled out of bed. You know, one of the things we did talk about on, on the podcast, talking about a lot, is this is, uh, I'm sure most of you is probably the first time you've come to Austin. Would that be correct as well? Yeah. So welcome to the city full of traffic jams and lines. This is <laughs> that is directly under the sun. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, it's weird because usually it's like some big event downtown that causes all of the congestion in Austin. And it's awesome to be, this is the one weekend a year where we're the cause of all that bullshit. <laughs> no, fuck it. We have, to su- we have to suffer through all the other bullshit. Make the, 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 can, everyone else can suffer through this. Time to inflict some pain. Right. <laughs> there's always like the dumbest events in downtown Austin. Like a, what, there's like a chili festival in a D- week. There's literally an ice cream festival right now. You got really excited about that. Super excited. I'm just super excited because I want to go to the ice cream festival. It's like people from all over the U.S. coming here to compete in ice cream competitions, I guess. Ice creaming. Yeah. It's so, the hottest days of the year. Too. I would just love to like go to a guy who's come all the way from like Maine with his trailer and set up and just go, do you have vanilla? <laughs> vanilla is like the cheese pizza of ice cream. <laughs> it is. It yeah, is. It's like the most pure way to tell if an ice cream's good or not. I do do that. Do you like whenever I go to a new pizza place, I always order the cheese pizza, and I don't like. I, even though it's not my favorite kind of pizza, it's like I feel like I have to find out what their version of cheese pizza. So you need is. to like find your pizza benchmark. Right, it's just cheese yeah. pizza. Yeah, it's like you're pizza calibrating bar. your pizza taste to them. <laughs> yeah, with, with cheese pizza. Anybody get a chance to go to uh, Home Slice Pizza while you're here? My hat. Love that place. So I think that oh this is who it's from from Martin avocado oh Acevedo (laughs) so from Martin avocado thank you Martin avocado Um, we were backstage uh, talking right before the panel and uh, Dan was back there with uh, with Gavin and um, Dan's face he looks really worried oh there he is (laughs) he should be Dan was talking about how good his breakfast taco was oh is. and Gavin looked at him and said. That sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're becoming so, one of us. It's, it's happened. But it's not even an English word, though, really, so. You're right. It's just wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it's strange to me that you have now been here so long that we're indoctrinating you. And that you're... I'm okay with it. I'll take it. I can't wait until you're like, you've fully lost the British accent. <laughs> nah, that's not going <laughs> Happened to Laser Team, kind of lost a little bit, but worked very hard to lose it. When I, actually, when Gavin had to go through American accent training uh, for Laser Team, he loved it too. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. Uh, he, had, <laughs> he, he had to learn how to say words like "yeehaw" <laughs> and "pew pew pew." The uh, he was really worried about losing his British accent. You know who else was worried about it? Meg was very worried that you were going to lose your British it's, accent. It's all I have. <laughs> 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 That's what British guys are known for. Accents, not big dicks. So, but, no, no, it's, it's true. Dan can vouch for him. Yeah. About my penis? Yeah. Well, we actually saw that whole Americanization process happen much more quickly with Ben. So everybody say hi to Ben. Ben, stand up. Say hey, hello. Hey, Ben. John. Ben, ben was here, it was about 90 days, he was here on a, on a tourist visa, and he spent time with us in the office. The first time he came to visit, I think he was just like 11, and uh, the first night I took him, he ate two things the entire time he was in the U.S. He ate 
Chipotle and brownies, and that was it. That was 100% of his diet. That was, that was the first time. The second time was Domino's pizza and chicken nuggets. That's what he stayed at your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. He's my house. He expanded his palate. Uh, <laughs> but the first night he was in town, we went to go see Wanted, like the Angelina movie, Jolie movie uh, at the Alamo. And he orders a Coke, and they give him this, like in a cup, though. It's like, <laughs> boom. And he's got this big, like, gallon-sized soft drink. And he was 11. So he's, like, holding it. He goes, is this for one person? And I said, <laughs> Ben, you're in America. That comes with free refills. <laughs> And that was his first night, his first experience with, you know, the culinary habits in America. By the end of his trip, less than three months later, we're in Chipotle, of course, and he's looking at his plate of tacos. There's three per order. And he goes, three tacos is not enough. But six tacos is too many. They should give you five tacos. And I said, congrats, Ben, you're now officially an American. He, he was probably talking about tacos. <laughs> Have you eaten at Chipotle since you've been here, Ben? It's closed on Saturday and Sundays. So he attempted. They closed on the weekend? That's like, that's like so sad. Like the British kid outside the Chipotle when it's closed. It's like was, the world's worst Paddington Bear book ever. When we were working downtown at the downtown studio, that was one of my bigger complaints was that that, that Chipotle closes like at 5 p.m., and it's not open on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So when we'd be working later, working on the weekend, there was, there was just, like, gone. It just wasn't a possibility. They're paying for the fucking space. Why don't they sell <laughs> a goddamn taco? Make some money. <laughs> Man, speaking of the old office, have you seen it lately? Yeah, there's a giant hole in the side. Yeah, it's missing the roof. No, it's gone. The roof's gone, and, like, half of the building is yeah, gone, too. Yeah. yeah. So like, you, for those who don't know, like, I think it's just three or four offices ago, we were down at 7th and Congress, like, blocks from here. So you can walk by and see the shell of our old building if you want to. Yeah, it's the one where uh, we started producing Archie shorts for the first time. Oh, and season six, seven, and eight of Red vs. Blue, right? That Achievement Hunter yeah. started there. Yep. Um, we always, like, moved, like, right the day we finished, like, some big milestone in uh, Red vs. Blue. We'd immediately move the next day. And, yeah, uh, episode 100, and then we all packed up. Yeah, and then <laughs> Jeff was always out of town conveniently whenever we're moving. It was really heartwarming to see that when the Achievement Hunter office was moved this last time, that Gavin was out of town. So that yeah, you guys to avoid the move. stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> Trust me, I heard all about it. <laughs> the stuff was left. I, it, it's amazing how quickly the vultures came out and uh, oh, they picked that office, clean. took your office apart. Like, I, like any time you walk by now, there's like it's filled with people. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's sad. There's still holes in the wall and there's paint. Like there's marker stuff on the wall. Where did we ever release the video of Jeff using the golf club to hit the marker box? Yeah, it was, uh, a, yeah. It was in a Minecraft video. There's still the, like um, spray on the wall from the, that. The carpet is pretty interesting in there. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> minging carpet all the way around. But my little corner is just like a dark stain. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to my desk? Someone murdered a bag of chips. Did someone said too much cock. Was it? <laughs> there's no such thing. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, it's been uh, a fun RTX so far. We're on, we're on the final day here. Uh, it was really fun. You Ex said that like the lamest way ever, so it's been yeah, really fun. Ex uh, I've been I'm, I'm tired. So full of except energy right I saw people. It was all great except for the kind of funny panel yesterday yeah. when oh. Greg Miller hit me over the head <laughs> with a bottle. Okay, so what? I heard about that. What happened? We, we, he had asked me months ago if uh, I would be on his panel. I said, sure. He said, can we break a fake bottle over your head? Uh. I said, fine, no problem. And it wasn't until 
we're coming out here, you know, we're backstage, I think, has he ever done this before? You know, <laughs> yeah. does he know how to actually hit someone with a bottle? I said, I'm sure he's done it. He does, like, all that wrestling stuff, and I know he's done it before. We get on stage, and, you know, uh, whatever. Then he gets up the bottle to hit me, and he hits me totally wrong with it. Oh, really? What yeah. He hit me right here on the temple, uh, and he hit me way too hard with, like, the... The bottom oh, ring the part. Oh. Like the part. <laughs> what did he do? He came in like this, ram like that. Like, <laughs> and uh, it cut me. I don't know if you can see like all the oh, little cuts yeah. up on uh, up on that. my temple. And uh, so I fell to the ground, acting like I was hurt. And I'm laying there and thought, my face is wet. <laughs> and I, I kind of reach up, like I'm covered in blood. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> yeah. So I had to like get up. I was like, um, I need an EMT. <laughs> and then, like, I, I ran off stage into the bathroom, like. And then I didn't want anyone to be worried, so I was like just trying to clean it as quickly as possible. And I regret not taking a picture of my bloodied face in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> I like the idea of you acting like you're hurt and you're on the floor like this. You're like, wow, I'm a really good actor. This is really <laughs> 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 uh, But luckily, uh, my PA, Michelle, had a bunch of Band-Aids and, uh, and alcohol wipes. And was it <laughs> Did like, I ate a couple what, of those. What is your RTX like that your PA carries <laughs> Band-Aids? And, like... I have no idea. She just had them. <laughs> I was like... Has she had these every year? Like, just <laughs> waiting for this? But no. She has a fucking adrenaline needle. <laughs> she did it. But uh, I, I wiped it all off uh, and came back out to the panel. And then I sat down, like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, trying to make a joke of it. And then, like, part through the panel, I started feeling really nauseous. <laughs> I was like, concussion. Like, I wonder if I have a head injury. <laughs> and I started, like, freaking out. Like, is this the kind of thing where, like, oh, he should have gone to the doctor. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like... Yeah the yeah. case study <laughs> like see what happens right, right. I mean I, I used one of those bottles on Dan once and I'd never used one before at all so I just smashed him over the head I almost cut his ear in half like it was <laughs> so sharp and his ear was like Whoop. Oh. it actually still looks kind of weird <laughs> after, after after people after that happened people kept saying don't you remember that Gavin used one of those on Dan and it hurt his ear I was like oh right right yeah <laughs> I should have thought about that <laughs> so, so it was great but uh, unfortunately Greg Miller is uh no longer with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been escorted from the premises. Town Lake somewhere. Did you get a Greg Miller apology? Oh, yeah. The guy does not stop apologizing. Yeah. Did, oh, really? did he kind of apologize? He almost right, killed you. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of curious to know that you said that. Is Mar- where's Marcy? Is Marcy around here? Hey, Marcy. This is my PA Marcy. She helps me, like, get from place to place. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, Marcy, Gus's PA really cares about his safety and his health and carries Band-Aids. Do you carry Band-Aids for me? You do? Because so far it's been like 100% just snacks being handed to me. (laughs) Which I really like. She's like, here's a granola bar. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) I like how we all have different relationships with our PAs. My my one's called Charles. Get up, Charles. My one is called Charles. (laughs) All right. And uh, his, his, yesterday I required something from Charles, and uh, it was a bet. I bet him $100 that I couldn't pour two jars of maple syrup into his pockets. <laughs> and it was, really, it was really cool, too. Like I emptied the whole thing into his pocket, and he was like, oh, it's getting sticky and kind of cold. But we couldn't see anything until he raised his leg, and it all squirted through the tea. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And we made a video. It was lovely. It was funny because I called Gavin out on that day because I just had seen the video being taped from the side. I go, you're making your PA stand there 
while you pour syrup in his pockets. I go, you look like such a fucking douchebag doing that. And he goes, well, did I look like a douchebag when I gave him a hundred bucks? I said, yes! <laughs> Even more we so. We agreed to it. It was like, a, yeah, we'll do this together. Also, he is the same PA I had last year, so he actually flew all the way back. So he knew what he was getting into. Mm. So now he's calling you dumb, too. Yeah. <laughs> On top of everything else. Yeah, I, um, I also had uh, the same PA as last year. And um, I used to do this thing. I didn't do it this year uh, because she taught me differently. But last year, I kept trying to hide from her. <laughs> it's like I, I, we'd be sitting down, and I'd just get up and like try to run down a hall and disappear into another room. She would always find me. <laughs> so, so this year I learned. I was like, I'm just not even going to try. Like, so Katie let me know that Michelle's actually a nurse. So that's probably the best person to follow you around. Yeah. So. <laughs> Apparently yeah. Barbara knew or whoever assigned uh, Michelle to me knew and understood. Uh, I, I would need medical attention at some point. Nice. <laughs> it's, my, it's my paper-thin skin. Yeah. <laughs> it's easily cut by sugar. Greg Thank Miller's you. in for a shock next year when he shows up. He's like, here's your PA. His name is Michael Jones. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have all had the same PA. I've gone through three different PAs. I've got Suppy this year who's down there. Hello. She's awesome. So is it that I, they, they don't want anything to do with you? For I don't know. Year? Well, one was Tim Leftwich two years ago. He worked uh, we with us hired now. him. Yeah. I felt, <laughs> that was a mistake. Man, I felt, <laughs> no, I felt really great. bad. Why is that? Um, so we had the, um, the concert last night with uh, Video Game, or Jeff Williams, Casey Williams, Video Game Orchestra, and Bare Naked Ladies. And you felt bad about the concert? Well, I, I, I really bad at hyping the, stuff. The show was great. So it was crazy because the, um, the line wrapped literally around one city block. Uh, wow. And we learned that three quarters of a city block is 1,200 people. Nice. Um, but after the show had started, I want to say like at 8, 10, Tim Leftwich showed up at the door with a couple of friends. And I was like, there aren't any seats left, Tim. I'm really sorry. I had to turn him away at the door. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but well, I just, well, listen, they, you guys warned us about it at Monday meeting. They said, look, it's like we'll try to save seats for staff, but you know, we get 15 minutes out from the show. We're going to give away every seat we have available to people yeah. that are waiting in line. It was packed. We, yeah. we got as many people in as possible, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a great show. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone got in. <laughs> it, was, it was really hard because you know, we, we had these little tickets that we could hand to people in line, so we knew how many people could get into the theater. And oh. then once we ran out of tickets, we, we were out of seats. And, uh, you know, we do that thing where at the very end you're unsure of exactly how many seats you have. So, you know, we, we, got, we hand out the last ticket and we told the last few people, like, maybe you can get in. If you wait a few more minutes, we'll see how it goes. And we were able to squeeze in as many as possible. Cool. I don't know. It's like a surreal experience because we, we know Ed quite well. I've seen him a bunch of times and uh, I like him. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he, last night in the middle of a song, he changed the lyric. The, the word was gravity, and he changed it to Gavin Free. And uh, it, it made me, like, all warm and gooey inside. I was like, oh, that was so cool. <laughs> but I used to listen to the, him when I was a kid and stuff, and then he's singing my name on it's stage. like five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said this year, oh, so they're, they're pretty much as old as you are. Because yeah, they, they started in 1988, and so did I. <laughs> <laughs> but not in Canada. Nah. Yeah, they're going to be 27 years together as a band. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, God. It's interesting, too, because I was at dinner the other night with, uh, it was with Matt and Ed, and then Alan Richardson was in town for, he had to do some ADR, and then he was on the Laser Team panel that we did. Anybody go to the Laser Team panel? That was a fun one. And I, thought, I realized there's a, there's, a, there's a common thing here. This isn't funny at all. It's like somebody noticed. That does, all three of them are, like, married to their high school sweethearts. Like, they, they all, all three of them are. 
I'm oh. divorced. That's I guess that's <laughs> the um, their uh, their tour manager came out last night. You know, before the show started, uh, he came out. and He's like, hey, you know, we're all set. We're super excited for the show. Are there any like phrases or words or like catchphrases that you know the, the band should know that way they can work in the songs? I said, I think Ed's got it covered. I was like, I, was <laughs> yeah. like I, I, I wouldn't worry. Like he 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 gets it. He knows. He's really, really invested in part no, of it. There was a music. little bit of talk at dinner about busting out the old Captain Dynamic suit. Oh, man. Yeah. To see if uh, Ed could fit in it. And he goes, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way he was going to try to fit in that thing. That was actually, Ed was in the very first live action thing that we ever did. And that was Captain Dynamic. Uh, and he came down for that. Yeah. Captain Dynamics was a blast. He loves that character so much. And he, uh, he, he refused to take that thing off. He would wear it and go and get coffee and stuff. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like doing all these moves in the middle of the hideout. <laughs> he was just standing out there on Congress, like just talking to people Citizen. walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. They didn't give him like an eat here sign or something. He's like, what the hell is that guy doing? So he was getting an apartment he, complex down there. He was totally greeting everyone. Like, and you said doing his yeah. moving really, doing very his quickly. Kung Fu's. <laughs> Man, but I think, I think that, you know, I mean, on the podcast a lot, we talk about traveling and planes and everything else, and I, I have the opinion that we travel a lot, but it pales in comparison to what a musician does. I mean, like, the day before he was here, he was in Banff, Canada, like, the night before, and then he just flies here, like, just no big deal. She, was there a shout-out to Banff in the back? <laughs> I can't ever say Banff, Banff, is that how you say it? Nightcrawler. Right? It's like Nightcrawler teleporting, right? Is that where he ends up? Is it your <laughs> fucking city every time he teleports? Where but do you live? I live in Thwack. <laughs> how, how, do you, how, do you spell, how do you spell that? Bamf? B-A-M-F? B-A-M-F? F-F. B-A-M-F-F? N. N. B-A-N. Oh, okay. Bamf. It's like a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought it was B-A-M-F. It was going to be like, what town do you live in? The one that says badass motherfucker on it? <laughs> 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 More badass another fucker? Um, <laughs> I'm tired. It is 10 a.m., guys. No, it's 10.25. No. Um, so, speaking of planes, going to talk about plane disasters. Sorry hey. for all the no one's getting on a plane tonight or tomorrow, are they? Hey. hey. Good luck. Let's talk about escalators, we, everybody. We were... <laughs> wow. Jesus. Wow. We were talking about how... Backstage, wow. We were talking about how strange it is that part of that Malaysian Airlines flight was found at... Re- how, and how did Dan say it? Reunion? <laughs> Reunion. <laughs> Dan's um, just being fancy about So uh, that's been like, I've been trying to keep up with this as much as possible while... Uh, so they found a bit of the wing, here. right? A flapperon. A flapperon. <laughs> which that's I guess, a made-up part. Yeah, which I, I've never heard that term before. I guess it's uh, the part of the plane that's like a flap and an aileron. So they were able to link it specifically oh. to that plane, though, right? Or was it just they linked it to the kind of plane? Well, initially they linked it to the kind of plane, but that was the only plane... Unaccounted for in the okay. Indian Ocean with a flapper on. Yeah, eventually they uh, they associated, I think, specifically with that plane. So where, well, how far off course was it? Well, it was essentially they found it just east of Madagascar. Just east of Madagascar. Okay, it's amazing how much of my geography from the world comes from playing video games. Or risk. risk it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So somebody got two armies and a flapper on <laughs> for <laughs> occupying Madagascar that day. So did it just wash up? Is it floating? Yeah, can you imagine? Like, you're on the beach, like, sunning yourself, <laughs> and then a fucking part of a plane comes up. How does it float? What's it made of? Is it, is it metal? <laughs> how, how does it float? Does planes float on water? <laughs> does, does <laughs> Dude, we talked about this the other day. Like, Gavin said something dumb in the Greek mythology Minecraft Let's Play we did. 
And at this point, I just agree with him because he's fucking right so often. It's, yeah, I mean, like... I, it's so frustrating because he says it in the weirdest damn way possible, but nine out of ten times, he's actually right. And it's like, all right, fine, I'm the asshole, so I'm just, I agree with you now. I'm just annoyed just at this piece of plane plane like, I swim in the ocean, I drop my sunglasses, I never see them again. How does yeah, the piece gone. of plane fly around? Well, your, your sunglasses don't fly. It's true, they don't have flap rods. <laughs> if planes can float in the air, they can float in the water. <laughs> That's how physics works. It's called logic, Gavin. Just use your brain. What was the Greek mythology thing that he got right? What was it? Uh, we were Bottom. talking about yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah, Nick Bottom yeah. was uh, talking about uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh. I think it was like the, the Greek god Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what was it? There's a character named Nick Bottom? Well, Ryan asked me to name one character from Midsummer Night's Dream, and I was like, Nick Bottom. And he was like, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't sound like a Shakespeare character. No. Nope. Like, that sounds like, you know, like he's like, ah, Nick Bottom, sure, whatever. It's like, no, that's actually a character. Sounds like a kind of like Warno. Like, okay, I guess <laughs> Anyway, so Gavin is actually a smart dude. Aw, oh, thanks, Jack. Dude, I, okay, I'm tired of people asking, like, so you can tell me, is Gavin really that stupid? Gavin is might be the smartest guy I work with. He's, he is really, <laughs> really work with really, a lot of dumb people, though. I mean, let's... Yeah. But, it, like, it, it, like, I love Gavin, and, like, the work he does is incredible, and it just drives me crazy that people actually think you are that dumb. <laughs> And I've seen you be silly before, but never, never, like, stupid. Well, it's fun to be silly. <laughs> it's fun so, to be silly. That's a new shirt. Is Emily here? So, let me tell you about the time I was at VidCon with Gavin, and he thought somebody else was his reflection. Uh, <laughs> <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> we were... We were... <laughs> we were going up to a door... And Gavin goes up to the door, and it was a glass door, and there was another guy on the other side, and they both reach for the door at the same time, and Gavin goes, <gasps> no, no. <laughs> and then he, it was a glass door. We were both moving diagonally, like as a reflection would. He was wearing the same colored shirt as I was, and then when I opened the door, it was an actual person and not me, and I was like, <laughs> But anyway, anyway, I, want to point out, I want to point out, the dude was Indian, so. <laughs> so. And the best part about that was, not that Gavin thought, that I can understand almost in a way that the mistake happens in the moment, but for the rest of the day, I caught Gavin looking at himself in a window to make sure he was still okay. <laughs> I would like walk up to doors doing stuff that only I knew I was going to do. So I'd walk up to the door and be like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I immediately take back everything I just said. Sorry. I, I picture you like staring at the mirror wanting to fight it like an animal. <laughs> My ears go up. Yeah. Like not understanding what it is that you're seeing. Yeah. Um, so good on you. Thanks, man. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's really smart. <laughs> We were another thing we were talking about backstage is we were talking about uh, this. This came after our taco discussion. Tacos. Was I was curious if you called anything other than tea a spot of tea? Like, could you ask for a spot of water? Yeah, it just doesn't work. Like I've heard people say, "I'll have a spot of tea." Well, let's go for a spot of tea, but it wouldn't work with any other liquid. I don't think a spot of orange juice <laughs> doesn't sound very good. Spot of vodka. Spot of vodka. <laughs> now we're trying to figure out how many. Like, what is a spot? Like, how many spots are in a shot? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just weird. Like, why is it? The, do, do you, I see a couple of Brits over here. Why is it a spot? 
It's for an activity. So it's not a unit of measurement. Like a spot of lunch. So you're just thinking about the different kind of spot. Have you ever had a spot of lunch? I think I have. I had a few spots of lunch in my time. Okay. They taste just the same. <laughs> Fair play. I think that's the one uh, like phrase I've caught from you. It's fair yeah, play. Yeah, you, you say fair play a lot. I, I will say fair play. I like that. Yeah, it's good. I'll, I'll take it. Here, let me, let me read this. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Vault Tech Industries and their newest vault building simulation, Fallout Shelter. The number one hit mobile game is available now for free on the App Store and coming to Google Play on August 13th. Fallout Shelter puts you in control of a state-of-the-art underground vault. Build a perfect vault, keep your dwellers happy, and protect them from the dangers of the wasteland. Fallout Shelter is available now for free on the App Store and coming soon to Android on August 13th. Free! For more information, visit falloutshelter.com. You just, didn't you just do a Let's Play in Fallout Shelter? Yeah, so uh, uh, Caleb vetoed a video of, for Fallout Shelter going up on Game Kids uh, because I guess Fallout is a mature title even though Fallout Shelter isn't, so... Me and the kids just did a thing where we bought 50 lunchboxes and opened 50 lunchboxes <laughs> to see what was in it. And it was like we went through 200 cards, basically. Open that. You guys played Fallout Shelter before? Yeah. So we were just trying to figure out whether or not spending 25 bucks for lunchboxes was worth the money or not. You want to spoil it? Was it worth it? Teddy determined that it was. <laughs> How much but is 50 It's not Teddy's boxes? fucking money, is it? How much does that cost? <laughs> How much is that worth? What's that? 50 lunchboxes. How much does it cost? 25 bucks. He just oh, said that. I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> you were asking him while he was saying it. <laughs> Although, uh, you, uh, with, with the kids, in the, in the, whenever you do a Let's Play with the kids. So that one's on the Let's Play channel. That's, the, that's actually the podcast Let's Play this week. Is me with the boys <laughs> doing that because it couldn't go on Game Kids. They're, they're my favorite podcast guests. <laughs> yeah. But I told them this is going to go on the Let's Play channel so we don't have to act nice or like well-behaved because it's going to be on Let's Play instead of Game Kids. So they were just smoking and drinking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they're big fans of Jeff. What's a let's play? They got to do that. And invariably, speaking of smoking and drinking, invariably, every night at RTX, I can't believe how quickly it gets late. Yeah. It's like we were out at the concert, then like out talking to people and meeting people. Next thing I know, I look at my watch, like, oh, it's two in the morning. Like, oh, crap, I need to be up in a couple of hours. I saw you last night, and I said, what are you doing? You walked over to. Uh, there's this venue that we have that's right down the road from here, um, and it's like five blocks away from where the concert was, and you walked up, and I was like, I was leaving, and you were coming in. I was like, how late are you going to be out tonight? And you were like, 3 o'clock, and I was like, 10 a.m. panel, good luck, <laughs> goodbye. You were laying on the ground when I walked up today. I was. I was trying to relax a little bit. <laughs> RTX is a, is a weird experience because the floor becomes comfy at RTX. Yeah. Like, it's just nice to lie down anywhere. <laughs> I think yeah. you reach a point of exhaustion where, like, your, your definition of comfort, yeah. like, just gets lowered and lowered. It's just where, wherever horizontal is, it's comfort. Yeah. You think that, like, those guys who you always see, like, in cartoons or, like, the stereotype of, like, dudes laying on, like, beds of nails, you think they're just really tired? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is, com- this is comfortable, this is fine. Close enough. Let's lay on some nails for a bit. Here's how I know Gus is really tired, is that a dude over here just yelled something out and Gus didn't tell him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I think that's ever happened. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even hear it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when you when you walked up to, uh, I, I have a tendency to be very, very direct with people. So like when you walked up to the music venue last night, um, you were you were like talking to people outside, being very nice. And I was like, I just opened the door. I said, Bernie, stop right now. I'm a log- get in here. <laughs> I'm a logistics nightmare because it's like when you get. So what happens is, um, 
you know, one person says, oh, hey, Bernie, can I get a selfie with you? And then it's like, as long as you keep moving, you can actually get to where you're going. But if, you, if we stop, we just literally would be there. You could be there for two or three hours. I actually did that last yeah. year. I stood in one place for three hours on the, on the floor. But, like, going into the thing, there's like, there was, like, a group of, like, 30 or 40 people out there. And you can get through 30 or 40 selfies pretty quickly. By the way, ladies are a lot faster at selfies than guys are. I don't know why that is. You guys are, like, professionals. Because it's like a guy, it's like, hey, Bernie, can I get a picture? It's like, yeah, sure. You got to go through the all steps. Let me turn on my phone. All right, here we go. Oh, it's facing the wrong way. Oh, here we go. I just shut it off. Hold on a second. Here we go. <laughs> it's, like gir- it's like a girl walks up, lady walks up. It's like, Bernie can take a selfie. They're like, great. Bam. And then it's out. <laughs> just like, it's amazing. And she's got like 50 pictures. And she looks better in all of them than I do. So, <laughs> But yeah, so I was, I was, I'm a nightmare when it comes to that. Because like, I like block doorways and like, People are trying to get me somewhere, you know, to a room like this one. And it's like I'm just sitting in the elevator lobby taking a bunch of photos <laughs> and stuff like that. So Gus is like, opens the door to the Paramount and goes, Bernie, get in there. You, put that camera down or I'll knock it out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, th- I think I said, you all have 0% chance of getting in here. You're better off just leaving. So mean. God. I didn't want them Jesus. wasting their time. They were just standing there. Wasting their time what? Liking you? Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I don't know. They could be doing something else. You know, it's always such a logistical problem. Too. I don't know how we deal with it because, like, we've tried to work with the panel lines every possible way. Like, we, the, the rule this year is, like, no lining up until an hour before the panel. But you can't, like... Yeah, right? But it's, like... You can't stop people from like existing, so they just kind of like, they just kind of like swarm like like sharks waiting for the fish to die or something. The uh, they're, they're like, and it's like we can only push the, the like the zone of you can't line up here back so far. Eventually, it's going to be like people be lined up in Dallas waiting <laughs> or something. It's like what if what if the line never stopped moving, right? Like they weren't lined up, but there was a line that was just circling, waiting, <laughs> or like or like it was a big conga line. And everyone's just, like, dancing, waiting for, like, the one-hour point. Like, you eh. just choose, like, the middle of the loop and just pull it in, and then that's where the line goes. I actually yeah. like that idea. What if we just ran all the panels all day long, and we all sit up here for eight hours for different panels, and then just a line just walks through. <laughs> and they catch one question. They, they, they see part of the Do you panel. think you could do that? Do you think if you had, like, you said you had a block of people, literally a square city block. If you were in the front of that line, say, just follow me. Okay, here's the end of the line. Okay, you need to just follow them and just see if you could actually make a circle of people without them knowing. You guys are awful. Without them knowing. <laughs> it's so harsh. Like, they don't know what they're... <laughs> but no, I wonder, I wonder if that's possible. How long would it take before they figure out? Oh, we can't do it with this crowd now, so don't come back next year. <laughs> We've already established they yeah, won't. Yeah. I think they did something similar at like, royal funerals. Like, you can't have everyone come to the, the queen's funeral, so you just kind of walk through it in a big loop. Just walk by the coffin. So you can go to it. Well, I mean, you can go to it. You just can't stop. Oh, I see. It's a little different. It's like her arm reaching out, and he's high fiber and just keep walking. <laughs> Thanks, like, Queen. Wow. <laughs> it's like the version of the British Marathon. They slap a number on you. <laughs> There's people handing out Gatorade, spots of Gatorade. Would you high? <laughs> would you high five the dead Queen just to say you've done it? No. Yeah, I would. Well, maybe if it was a Queen. Give yeah, me a dead yeah. Queen well, right hey, now. I'll do it right here. Where's royalty? Can Can you get a photo? Can you get a selfie? <laughs> she could hold it. <laughs> She'd still probably be faster than me at taking one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
bam, and she's out. <laughs> um, so, what have, what have you seen that uh, that you like so far at RTX? Have you seen anything you like so far at RTX, Kevin? Just the people. The people. Yeah. That's hey. It's a cop-out answer, but it's true. That is, I was going to say, that's a pandering answer. <laughs> Just looking for applause. Love you. What about you, Jack? Don't uh, say the people. I got to play, well, yeah, people, obviously, is number one. And then uh, I got to play uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. That game is really cool. And then uh, we're playing today, actually. Achievement Hunter is playing Funhouse in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. So, what's that? Is that noon, I think? Yeah. Noon or two, I don't know, something like that. It's on your schedule. <laughs> you should go check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, that, that game is awesome. So you Are, played Siege already? Yeah, yeah. Is it, does it feel Rainbow Sixy? Yeah, yeah. We, we did uh, Terror Hunt, which is their, their new version of Terrorist Hunt, and Jeff is terrible. <laughs> like, there's literally, like, there's one person that has, like, a bomb diffuser, and you need them to go to every point to kind of defuse the bombs. It was the four of us in the basement at the bomb, and Jeff was literally on the roof. <laughs> it was like, Guy? what the hell? And then he died his way back down. So. I, I played uh, a bit yesterday on center stage also, and um, the, the, the group was talking. They're like, all right, you know, how do you want to do this insertion? You know, let, let, let's, all, let's go to the roof. And I said, I feel like my character is afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he doesn't want, he shouldn't want to get on the roof. Like, no, no, we're doing roof insertion. And I was like, okay. We get up on the roof, and I immediately fell off. <laughs> and I said, I was right. I was like, he, it, this was what he saw in his vision. He knew that he did not belong up there on the roof. You all forced this on him. Did they leave in the ability to turn upside down on a rope? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's like Rainbow, yeah. the actual Rainbow Six mechanic. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely flip upside down and you headshots through the yep. window. It's fun. There's a guy with a sledgehammer just bust through walls and doors. Pretty oh, much you can go so through awesome. anything. It's great. I'm excited. I've been waiting for a Rainbow Six game for a long time. Well, um, did they just announce Crackdown 3 or have they previously announced it? They just it? announced that at Gamescom. No, they announced it like at E3 last year. That they were they showed it, it off this year. Oh, okay, yeah, there was yeah. a trailer at E3 last year. Okay. So when's it coming out? Anybody know? Said. Have they been said? After yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime in the future. They were showing off a lot of the crazy, like, full destructible environment demos uh, I saw. Like, they, the, the, the demo I saw, like, had a guy, like, shooting at a wall, like, shooting a big circle, and then the part in the middle falling out of the wall. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too? It's like, and it's not just uh, video games, but it's weird to me that, like, a really, really mediocre, crappy sequel to something doesn't destroy your enthusiasm for it, as long as the original thing was good. Like, people are super stoked about Star Wars 7. Even though there was three movies in between that everyone was kind of like, eh, you know. That wrecked your emotions. Yeah, Crackdown 2 was not that I like great. Crackdown 2. Did you? No. Yeah. No, it no. was dumb. No, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I voted. Sorry. No. Three out of four panelists. <laughs> Agree. The, uh, yeah, but it doesn't kill your enthusiasm for the, for the franchise, right, no, guys? super, super excited about it. Yeah, me too. Me too, because Crackdown was such a good game. Well, any game where you can jump really high is a great game. You budding video game developers take note. <laughs> so, like, a high jump game would be, like, the best game ever to you? I honestly have less fun in games where you can't jump. We, you know, we were playing Groovy. Uh, so you hate Ruby. racing games. <laughs> yeah, I do. I hate racing games. Anybody got a chance to play the Ruby Grim Eclipse uh, here on the floor? Yeah. It's so much fun to play those characters, but that is, like, the one note that I gave is, like, these characters have got to be able to jump really, really yeah. high, you know, and double jumper, like, quadruple jump, if that exists. Did Just, you did you, go, did you go by the uh, the pony booth, the guys who do uh, Cloudberry Kingdom? You know what? 
I'm going to admit something. The way that RTX has grown this year and like my panel's going back and forth, I have not been on the convention center floor. I, yeah. this, is, this is a weird year for RTX to me because I haven't been to the convention center. I'm planning to go sometime today. Man, they, okay, so they gave us like the coolest swag I've ever seen. They made shirts for uh, Ryan, Michael, Gavin, and myself. It's the Berry Bros, and it's our characters from the game. Really? Yeah. And I think I think they might have some for sale down there. I'm not sure. But anyway, it's, it's, it's like, holy crap. I was like, oh, this is a cool show. That's us. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean, then, like, Star Wars down there. It's so weird that, like, how we've, you know, established relationships. Like, we love the Star Wars guys, and my dumb face is in a PS4 game right now, and I'm on the Wii U. That's, that's awesome. Like, this, this is, is a not... weird life we live. Can we... Anyway, they're going to be in another game pretty soon. I'm not sure if we can talk about what it is. We were emailing. You're in charge of that, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we talk about that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, the... Uh... I, got, I'm not sure if we can talk about the game they're going to be in, so we'll be sure to ask the IDAR developers if we can talk about it later. Yeah. So. We'll talk to IDAR whether or not, if the next patch will be in the game. <laughs> um, there all, there's also, I don't know if you saw, there's also um, Butt Sniffing Pugs is out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was uh, probably my uh, my favorite game for me, 3. <laughs> yeah, you, you use the tennis ball to control it. I just spent the whole, I played it for like four minutes. I spent the entire four minutes trying to dump on a plate. <laughs> Meg told me that you dumped on the plate and then took a selfie of your dog <laughs> next to it on the plate. Yeah. I mean, it takes precision to land the poo perfectly in the middle of the plate. I, I didn't play it at E3, but I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to play that game today. Because it's like, I like was watching somebody else play it and just like trying to find time to do it. But we're going to be back at uh, two weeks. We're going to be back at PAX Prime doing pretty much the same thing we did at E3. We're going to be hosting the YouTube booth at uh, PAX Prime in Seattle. So if you're in Seattle, come by and see us. Or you can find us on YouTube. If you don't know what YouTube is, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite thing you've seen so far? What's that? What, what, what's been your favorite part so far of the show? Oh, man. I mean, it's... Uh, um, I've been to so much stuff, but really my favorite thing is the murder at RTX that Josh Flanagan has set up. That thing's incredible. And if you have not had a chance to go through that, you should absolutely go through that. Because it's like a really unique experience... Uh, where you set up with, like, there's these zones where it'll activate your phone and everything. It's like this AR game that he built that's very much in the spirit of uh, Ten Little Roosters and now the trailer that they just released for Eleven Little Roosters. Uh, you can cheer all you want. I'm not in it. I really don't care that much. <laughs> the, uh, but, uh, no, but Murder at RTX is really fantastic, and Josh has put so much friggin' work into it. It's all paid off. Like, the set, he's got, like, sets all over the place that are just amazing, and the dude has not slept. So no, it, it it blew me away. You know, I thought the concept was really cool, but then actually seeing the execution was a whole other thing. It was unbelievable. They did a great job with that. Yeah, people uh, that are way more talented than me. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I gotta point out, Josh Flanagan was like four years active duty war zone in Iraq. I'm like, how you doing? He goes, I haven't got any sleep in two days. I'm like, get some sleep, dude. <laughs> Don't want you going on a rampage. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, seeing uh, all the different things, like I don't know, like they have like weird period furniture, uh, like from like a, like very like, looks very Victorian. I'm like, how did you find this stuff? Like, it's where Marcus. did you even? Where, yeah, where did you even go and be like, I want an old couch? Yeah, and not not like a shitty Craigslist couch, like a cool old couch. Like, everything's amazing. So well done, Jack. Have you have you have you done it yet? I've got 1499 of 1502 puzzle pieces. So close. Ooh. So if you have your DS, whip it around right now. I'm trying to get more puzzle pieces. So I, I I'm with, that nerd. With puzzle pieces where I, you know, you know when you get them all, they will release other puzzles. You know that, right? 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay, well, so what's the max number of puzzle pieces right now? No, no. They release other puzzles as they oh, release yeah, yeah, the yeah. games. But I'm about to hit the the top right now. I'm about Until to they release a new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's like I'm, getting all the achievements and they add more onto it. So. Yeah, but then you feel compelled to go get those? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do too. But I, what I did with my <laughs> DS was like, I was like nuts about street passing back when I like oh, stood I outside of Gus's houses and spied on him at night. <laughs> and uh, I think there was like 800 puzzle pieces and like 20 puzzles back then. And I got to the max, knowing that they were going to put out more, and I literally, as soon as I hit it, I was like, shut my DS and threw it away, basically. Because <laughs> it's like... Chuck it against the wall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it'll never end. You'll be doing that forever. Yeah. But this place is a gold mine for street passing. Yeah, conventions are always good. Like, PAX is always good. RTX is amazing for it. Well, yeah, what's so. the range on it? Like, you just get in the front few rows. It's weird. I've can't... laid DSs on top yeah. of other ones and not picked up street passes. He's before, picking one up so. right now. So if you sprinted down one lane and came back the other, would you get more? Uh, probably. I, I don't know. know. Maybe not. Do it! This is the only time you'll ever see Jack run. Oh no. Oh, he's going. Yeah, look at him go. So, when, when he gets to the back of the room, we fire him, right? Yeah. Just keep running, Jack. Straight through the door. Run home. Do not come back. What, what's funny is that this is Jack's life right now. Look yeah. at him go. What's funny is he's probably already got 10 street passes at this point. <laughs> it's such a funny sight. I could not run that far. <laughs> I think what's funny is that that was Jack's version of a sprint. <laughs> you did it. All right, let's see how many I got. Let's see the results. <laughs> I like it. Jack got a round of applause for running what is the equivalent of about a tenth of a mile. (laughs) Just going to say error. Yeah. How many did you get? Got some steps in there, too. One! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who was it? I bet it was Katie. (laughs) I I didn't think I'd ever say this, but maybe you were too fast. It's true Blovel? True blue ball? The dude's like two feet away. He's <laughs> from South Carolina. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, nice, nice hat, dude. That's a good hat. The one you have. Would you beat the monster game to get that? Yeah. He's been playing Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Ooh. So, you know, when you set up your. your <laughs> he's, playing a, there. he's playing an import game called Mr. Tentacle? What is that? <laughs> When you set up your me, you can, you know, you, you make your me look like whatever you want, and uh, you, you set attributes. And one of the things they ask you is, what's your favorite game? My me says his favorite game is System Preferences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you spend most of your time in System prefer- Preferences. No, it's like, I picked, I was like, that's No new puzzle pieces. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you run again. <laughs> no. You know I'm not how- running for the year. You know how when you set up one of those Mii's, you can, like, you can use the camera and it'll put in like a base template of what it right. thinks your face looks like? It genuinely uses the biggest nose for my face. <laughs> like, I thought that they would like put in some, like, some mid-range noses and then maybe you can make it absurd if you wanted to. Mine starts on the absurd one. <laughs> I'm so offended. Your sliders maxed out? Yeah. It like, overlaps the mouth <laughs> by default. <laughs> <laughs> so it's accurate. Yeah. I put up uh, pictures of you and I from uh, last RTX up in my office the other day. Did you see them? Yeah, you stuck a post over my face, right? Much better. 
<laughs> like the point of the story is just be an asshole to Gavin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you didn't even draw anything on it. You just blocked it out. That was it. Like that was better. Like nothing was better yeah, than my face. What, what game is that that does that to you, Gavin? What? What game is that with the face that makes your just nose? Just like making a Wii on the making a me on the DS. Oh, when you make a me, you yeah. made your nose yeah. the biggest. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they literally they couldn't test for anything bigger than that. They probably like brought like thousands of people in, and it's like, well, we'll never get to this one <laughs> ever. It's like, 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 so, like set your like default race to bird. <laughs> <laughs> That killed Jack. Well, it's. I like your nose. Thanks, man. I like uh, your eyebrows. So, I love. I love. I love my eyebrows. <laughs> so, like, like what you talked about with the nose, like being ridiculous. With me, when I do that meme maker, like if I take my photo, I get the absurd eyebrows. You do. It's like the giant rectangles. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Like between us, if, if we all take our most, like Jack will get the absurd beard, I imagine. They only have, like, one beard option. Oh, really? That's it. And it's, like, painted onto their face. Yeah, so it's, like, flat There's on. no, there's like, no... 3D beard. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. Too much work on Nintendo. <laughs> See, that... Nintendo's like, oh, yeah, adults with beards are going to be playing all this stuff. <laughs> Every <laughs> time I've seen, like, Ju- Gu- or just Gus randomly, we were having a GIF GIF conversation the other day, uh, and I said just. GIF. I swear to God, if it's GIF, then my name is Just. Yep. <laughs> Amen. We had some we had some pr- we had some pretty good arguments on the last podcast why it should be called GIF. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gus, Gus, you don't give a fuck. Actually, there you go. Please, but every time I've ever watched Gus do a custom character in a game and it's an auto thing, it oh, I don't know how it knows this. Maybe there's some connection between Gus and the universe. Hit random and the character immediately comes up and it's frowning. Every single time. <laughs> like the deepest possible frown. There it is. That's it. <laughs> I was um I was uh, I was looking at the um at the program the other day. The RTX program and you know there's that picture of Barbara and I doing like the Back to the Future pose, like looking at our at our uh, watches with our glasses up. And uh I thought there was a misprint because I looked at the photo and I thought, oh, there's some shit like in my glasses. And I, I pulled it up and looked close. It's like, oh no, those are just the wrinkles on my forehead. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like this, and they're like all of those ridges. And I was like, oh god, that looks, that looks terrible. Barbara also said that the boots that you're wearing in that picture didn't fit, so you like just shoved the tips of your feet into them. Yeah, just if, on tiptoes. If you look really close at the picture, you can see the boots are not actually on my feet. Like my feet were too big to fit in there. So I'm like, on tiptoes into the heel, uh, trying to look like I'm standing normally. It was really painful. Uh, we sh- and it, and it's funny, like, you see that photo, and we, like, just shot that outside the back door at stage five. It's like, we just put that stuff on and went out there. Um, and I asked John, like, wouldn't it be easier in front of the green, ski- green screen? He's like, nah, I, I don't want to have to deal with the green. I was like, okay. So now you're dealing with the parking lot. Yeah, so now you're dealing with the sky, I guess. Yeah, yeah. John couldn't Photoshop boots on your feet? That would take like two seconds. That's an excellent point. <laughs> I couldn't imagine something that would be easier to Photoshop than boots. I'm looking for him. He's not in here. He's I the one who insisted I put those fucking boots on. <laughs> Might have been some kind of prank. And, um, and I had to cut the yellow suit. because my, Again, my feet were too big. Like I couldn't get them into the feet part. So we had to get like scissors and cut, cut the, the feet off so I could even get uh, my legs in there. Right. <laughs> Well, the John, photo turned out great. John took a picture of Dan and I for a new slow-mo poster, and I figured it'd be like, 
like us, you know, we're not all in our lab coats and stuff. It's just our faces, like our massive, oversized faces next to each other on a poster. You can, like, see into the pores of our face. He had to do a lot of Photoshop to, like, get rid of all the gross bags under our eyes and stuff. We look haggard. We do not look good. <laughs> you shouldn't buy that poster. <laughs> I was really impressed with the, uh, like, the VHS tape poster that uh, yeah. he made for, uh, for our Texas. Yeah. yeah. It's probably uh, it's probably my favorite poster we have right now. It's funny he came up and he's like he gave me one of the labels and he's like just write whatever you want on it's like you know achievement hunter related. So I wrote Awu and Let's Play, and then I had a Magic the Gathering and I scratched it out, and then we ended up doing a Magic the Gathering Let's Play and releasing it since then. So anyway, you guys like the Magic the Gathering Let's Play? I I think we we actually disappointed people because we had a really good time doing it. Like after it was over, it was like that was fun. We could actually do this again sometime. So we might make another one. So don't uh, don't make any promises you can't keep, Jack. I, I said might. We might. There, there's a chance we could make another one in the future. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's funny. Like I think that let's play. Shut up. I'm talking. There you go. He's back. We were in there filming it, and uh, I think it went on much longer than you all expected yeah. because the GoPros kept dying. Yeah. We kept having to like restart them. We were like, okay, we have to stop now and uh, get the camera set up again. Yeah, it was like an hour and a half, I think, we shot total. It's about an hour and a half. It was fun, though. For yeah. the record, it takes Gus 54 seconds to wake up. Or 54 <laughs> minutes, sorry. 54 minutes on the dot. Well, speaking of stuff coming back, you announced, did you announce immersion stuff? No, they announced it in the live action panel, but we're doing more immersion very, very soon. <laughs> Who are, who are the new lab rats this season? I don't know. I like torturing you and Michael. So maybe we'll do a continuation of it. Torturing you and Michael. We, you're, you're definitely in one of them. Because you, be, you have to be the lab rat in one of them. So maybe that'll be a transition episode. Should we have new lab rats? Who would be... Kate, no. Caden's engaged now. Yes. Yes. Blaine would be a very good lab rat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blaine said he's up for it. He's like, let's do it. He's you know, in. Blaine, there are a lot of fighting games where the characters don't wear shirts, so you might be okay. The, the, at the animation panel, shut up. God damn it, people. <laughs> you know, it's one, of the, one of the cruelest tricks of physics is that you can hear the jackass yelling, but you can't hear what the jackass is actually saying. <laughs> That's all we hear. Um, there, was a dude, there was a dude, I swear, in the back corner of the Bare Naked Ladies concert last night who was just shouting stuff out literally like every five minutes. It was every five minutes, which in a two hour, two and a half hour concert. That was concert, Tim Lefwich. Oh my God, yeah. It was just unbelievable. He did, I admired the dude's enthusiasm after a little while. I mean, I, if I could have found the guy, it's in the dark, but if I could have found the guy, I would have choked him out probably. <laughs> crazy. Um, at the uh, animation panel, they also announced the, um, the partnership with uh, Richie Animation and Frederator. Yeah, they have one of my favorite things ever came out of that. We now have a uh, poster where it's uh, Catbug meets Orf, so I'm super excited about that. Cuteness overload. How did you miss your mouth? <laughs> I only missed a little it's bit. It's complicated. It's amazing. But guess what's been your favorite thing that you've seen so far at Art Theatric um, Done? 
God, it's been it's been crazy. I think playing Rainbow Six was awesome. Uh, the Founders panel was fun. Founders panel was a ton yeah. of fun. The uh, the concert was great. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel really happy about the programming. I think uh, Barbara did a great job. Thanks, Barbara. Yeah. Uh, putting it all together. You mean the when you say the program? Do you mean the book or the actual like schedule? Schedule. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was a lot. It was a um, hundred panels over the course of three days in three different locations. She looks a little shell shocked when what I say the, that. Yeah. What is the most amount of panels you could have possibly seen? Um, the mo- like with one person trying yeah, to do as many as possible. As many as possible. Um, uh, I w- I have no. It's like five a day for three days, right? Yeah, Maybe 15. the Sunday's a little bit shorter day. Mm. You know. Why you say no? Two hour wait. There's there's other panels besides <laughs> yeah. the big rooms though. There's other panels besides those. I mean, like, Caden was on a panel. Nobody went to that one, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> How you got engaged, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Got engaged at the panel? Was it your yeah. panel? No, it was a behind-the-scenes panel. So it was all the so support guys. He got engaged it, on the, stage the, at the behind-the-scenes The, the scenes most panel. shocking part about that was I learned Caden has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's been married before. I don't know. Caden's like a mystery to me. Yeah. <laughs> So he get proposal at the panel. Is Caden here? Good, we can talk about him. Uh, proposing at the panel, that's an interesting approach. I don't know if I'd do it that way myself. Well, because she might say no. <laughs> no, it, just, it worked out okay. You know, I just don't know. It's like, you know, oh, how'd you guys get engaged? It's like, well, we were at the B-team Achievement Hunter panel at RTX 2015. <laughs> and he got up and he proposed to me. But is that too offensive to you guys? What's wrong, Caden? Was there no, like, minor league baseball team in town? <laughs> To propose during the seventh inning stretch? Was every biplane with a banner behind it rented that day or something? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I in, all, like- in all seriousness, if you love something, pursue it as hard as you can. And Caden loves to be on camera, so this worked out really well for him. <laughs> I think I... I- I think I saw one of the pictures of, like, the moment, and there's a guy in the background clapping with a horse mask on. <laughs> How did that become a thing? Like the horse mask? I, feel like I don't you know see what it's from. I think, is it just I think like, we're past the horse mask. I think that was a big thing like last just, year or two years ago. Is it just enthusiasm for horses? Or is it actually from something? Gus, will you officiate Caden's wedding? If he asks you. Uh, I think I'm going to retire from officiating. Really? No. Why is that? Yeah. Huh? Is it too much responsibility? Um, I'm, uh, I'm still batting a thousand. Yeah? Yeah, so... Uh, you just don't want anyone to get divorced? Right, I don't, I don't want to break my streak. I like nice. the still. So you think still. you don't have faith in Caden? No, no, just in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that, that, that was not directed specifically at Caden. I had mean, already been thinking about it before that. Yeah. Like, I think, I think I'm just, just going to put a moratorium on it. I've got your autograph on our wall. We've got our marriage certificate framed, and you're on there. <laughs> Gustavo Cirola. I feel like such a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as long as you, you have confidence and you act like it's okay, then yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Do you make any money from that, or do you just do it for free? No, I do it for free. Oh. Because I don't, I, it's not like I go out and I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Moonlighting. I'm yeah. curious now, Gavin, what would you charge to do that for your friends? I'd do it for free. Just... <laughs> so the way, I just imagine Gavin going, oh, what an honor. I'd love to be there on your most special day. That's going to be $500. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when we got married, uh, we, had, we had our actual wedding a different day than our reception, just because we, like, we, we wanted to be married on uh, 11, 12, 13. And then we had a reception the Saturday. My parent, was it my mom or my uncle came up to you at the reception? So it was like, that's where we had like 300 people there having dinner and stuff. 
and I think my, my mom came up to you and said, Gus, would you like to uh, say the prayer before dinner? <laughs> I was, I was like, so confused. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, and it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, anyway, we had a we had a relative come and do that. Stuff. I, I didn't I didn't make the connection at all. I think it was later. Uh, it might have been your dad was like they were just confused. <laughs> they, 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 they thought you were an actual like minister, like an actual priest. I was like, oh God. forbid. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last right. time you said like said a prayer? Do you think what? When was the last time you said a prayer? The last time I said a prayer, like a legitimate one, not like your car's you know like brakes lock up or something like that. And you say a prayer, Man. Like, Jesus, that kind of thing. Jesus. I know. Okay. Might have been like. Um, when I was a kid, I don't know, maybe like when I was like 14, 15, somewhere around there. Really? Yeah. So if you had to give the prayer before dinner and we said you have to right now, what would you do? Just wing uh, it. I, I, I think I remember it. My grandmother used to always pray before dinner. Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I, think I, could, I could fumble my way through it. Really? Yeah, if, I, if, like, I was, if it was like, do it now or we're going to kill you, like, I, I think I could get through those. <laughs> I would have paid prayer. $500 to see Gus give an impromptu prayer. <laughs> <Jess went. laughs> That would have been incredible. Uh, no, no, please, please don't. No, it's, it's not going to happen. It, it, it's funny. I grew up, um, you know, on the border, uh, and uh, we grew up very, uh, very Catholic, going to, going to church every week and, you know, Bible school and all of that stuff. And I don't remember any of it. Really? <laughs> yeah, it, it has not stuck. It's been a long time since, uh, since I've set foot in there. They're plotting something now. I think this involves me saying a prayer. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we choice? were sidebarring over here. Sorry about that. Sorry. Okay. Discussion. I'm trying to convince Jack to run around the auditorium one more time. <laughs> I got five this time, not moving. Fuck that. Fuck. <laughs> not running anymore. We were talking. We don't typically at the Rooster Podcast panel take questions from the audience. Not typically. Not to like the. If we do, it's like very, very end. But this has been actually a good year for our Jacks and questions, I think. So the questions have been impressively yeah. good. Yeah. Do you, so you want to open it up a little bit early this time? Yeah, you have let me read this, and then uh, if you want to line up, uh, we'll ask questions. In just before, a bit. before you read that out, in all seriousness, we do want to say big shout-out, congratulations to Caden and Val for getting engaged. Good save. What's that? Good save. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read the ad, and then we'll do some questions. Uh, Want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Trunk Club. Trunk Club is the most effortless way to refresh your wardrobe this summer. Trunk Club makes it easy to look great on the go. Uh, and trust me, the last thing I want to do is set foot in a mall. Trunk Club gets it. That's why they've taken the hassle out of shopping by shipping you a trunk of clothes that fits perfectly and makes you look like a million bucks. At trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, and size, and you're assigned an expert stylist, Jack. Oh, there we go. Who handpicks yep. clothes. I'm your curated. expert stylist. Who handpicks clothes curated from the best premium bands, brands that are perfect for you. You pick what you like, and just like that, a trunk full of handpicked clothes arrives at your door. You only pay for the clothes you keep. No ongoing subscription, no hidden charges, just great clothes. Right now, the service is completely free. Get started at trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. We have a lot of people lined up. There's a lot of people in line. I like that there's people leaving. Oh, my pants. You want to see my pants? I got these pants from Trump. There's people leaving who just wanted to hear that ad. (laughs) Do you know know what I haven't seen here that I saw a lot of VidCon? It's those things you stand on. I was thinking about the same thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a Segway, but without the handle bit. It's like a sideways skateboard with only two wheels. Does anyone have one? No? I saw someone on one of those in the exhibit hall before it opened on Friday morning. I I really want to play on one. It looked cool. Yeah. Seems like it's a perfect way to break your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Jack stole it. 
Let's start over here. Hello. What's up? Uh, first off, thank you, Guardians, for everything you've done this weekend. <laughs> However, to those select few who can't tell what an orthopedic hand crutch is, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> I, I didn't even hear it. So I want to remind Gus it was my idea to open up the questions early. I had a good run on the podcast, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my question is for all of you guys. It's a million dollars butt question. Oh. Okay. Not so. Let's hear it. Million dollars, straight up cash. You get a lot of money. Fly money. Fly money. But Gus Sarola has to do an ad read for you every morning you wake up for the rest of your life. I'm not done. Mind you, this day is brought to you by a million (laughs) dollars. And then, randomly throughout the day, he gets to pick. He has to do one more ad read. Random. He gets to pick. so it's one million dollars the rest of your life. The rest of your life, Gus has to do ad reads. Not for your Gus's life. life. So it could be like a zombie Gus. Exactly. Rooster teeth. They brought you my brains. So can he, can he interrupt anything? Like if anything. I'm having some he lovely intercourse, he can. That's exactly why I wanted to ask you. A spot of intercourse. <laughs> a spot of intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> This moment of intercourse is brought to you by Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) You're switching positions. And Gus like, let me read this first. (laughs) (laughs) 30 seconds. (laughs) I would absolutely do that. Yeah, I'd take it. Yeah, I would would take a million dollars. Only because I'd get a million dollars and it would make Gus's life so much harder. That's true. (laughs) I just want to say, you hear that potential sponsors? (laughs) I'm worth a million dollars for an ad read. Yeah. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I was wondering if you could go back to any point in the last five years and tell yourself. When we hired something. Joel. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and tell yourself something, give yourself like some advice or uh, like a warning, like at any point. What would that point be and what would the thing you tell yourself be? <laughs> I already made that joke. You don't get to like. What are you, a fucking echo? <laughs> So the question was, would we go back in time and we what, give what, ourselves advice? What advice yes. would you give yourself five yourself. years like ago? Like about anything that you have experienced in the last five years you want to tell yourself about before it happens? Let us answer the fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ones with the mic. I don't know, lottery is So you'd go back in time seven minutes and stop burning from opening yeah. the questions, right? <laughs> I'd go back in line five hours and stop that guy from getting in line. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Gut, he actually would use that opportunity to do that. <laughs> That's how we would burn it. Yeah. I'd go back five years and invest in Mojang or something. Mm. Um, I don't I'd, know. I'd go back five years and uh, tell myself to let someone else organize RTX. <laughs> <laughs> let, let Barbara do it a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. That's I, nothing. I did everything perfect. <laughs> hey, how are y'all doing? Good. We're good. good. Awesome. How are you doing? This question is specifically for Gus, but it could be about one of you. 
Gus, you seem to be the self-proclaimed guru of efficiency around the office. We've heard you talk several times about getting your emails in certain orders and people not responding on time. So what is the most inefficient thing you've ever seen anybody do at the office? Ooh. Have you seen Gavin's desk? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's, Hire it's, Joel Heyman. <laughs> everything is like that. I think, you know, the, the biggest thing that drives me crazy at the office, it's going to sound really dumb, is the inefficiency of the bathrooms. <laughs> There's this no, is going to be, by the way, the next 30 minutes of our podcast. Yeah. So gonna... <laughs> There's no bathroom in the building. If you want to go, you have to walk outside to use the bathroom there, which now we have so many people is typically full. So when you walk in and that one's full, you have to walk back out of that building and into a different building to go look for a bathroom there. And if that one's full, then you have to walk out of that building and go to another building to find people. How many times have you gone through all three buildings? I normally just go straight to the last building, okay. which is the furthest one away. <laughs> so that's, that's the most inefficient thing, the fact that I have to get up, walk really far to go to the bathroom, and then walk back. And then it's, it's awful. I don't, think, I don't think that's true. I think there's tons of bathrooms in the building. You just have to be creative. <laughs> if you each had a different job to work within Rooster Teeth, what would it be and why? Oh, my God. Can I just talk about, like, whose job, job do we envy? Does this job have to exist, or could it be one we make up? No, it has to exist. Like, someone else has to already be doing that job. Oh. So we're firing somebody, too? No, no, no. You're just... <laughs> This question just got a lot better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, probably, I do something in broadcast, I think. Those guys are awesome. Like, I love all those guys. Patrick and Cole and all, all of them are great. And, and Mariel. I'm Mariel, sorry. <laughs> hey, did, so. did, did, you, did you say Cole? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you jumped ship now. There he is. Oh, you run, Cole. Traitor. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, I would probably be an animator in the animation department. Because that would mean I would have talent. Yeah, I was going nice. to say the same. <laughs> yeah. I'd be uh, Patrick Rodriguez, specifically. <laughs> very, very specifically? Yeah. Patty? All right. Hey, guys. I uh, just want to say a shout-out to my friend Megany in England, who can't come in. Boo. Oh. oh. Mute that. Uh, yeah, you got to know that so, was coming. Uh, I just want to say, have you guys ever had, like, a juicy story that you wanted to hold back? Like, this is not the right moment. I got to save this for later. Because, like, any stories I've been, or you just, like... This happened like about five minutes ago, and I just said it. Like, yeah, well, I had this great podcast. story about this chicken in England, but uh, no, I don't want to tell it because you just shouted her out, so yeah, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be super awkward. Fre- frequently, stuff will happen to us, and we'll intentionally not tell each other. Like, I've had Bernie many times come to me and just say, you're not going to believe what happened to me yesterday. I said, what happened? He goes, I'm not going to tell you until we're on the podcast on Monday. Yeah. I sat on that Star-Lord thing that happened at Comic-Con until we got to the, like, Founders panel. That was awful, that story. I just felt like the oldest person on the planet. That was a juicy thing, though. That was all, I was old, so I felt all dry and dusty. But uh, we, we have a rule at the company, which is anybody can veto anything. So it's like if we, like, we don't want people to stop when they're on camera because, like, oh, there's a camera here. I shouldn't do something. I should censor myself. We give people the ability to do that after it's done and edited and everything like that. Um, so that people can say, like, uh, you know, they'll feel free to act like themselves or ridiculously on camera, and then later on, if it's really over the top, they can pull it back. So this only happened, like, once or twice, uh, and Blaine with Million Dollars Butt is, like, violating that policy constantly. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, there's a new version of a uh, new cut of Million Dollars Butt, um, and it's got, like, 
Gavin in bed with Meg, so he should check it out. And Bernie, you're masturbating in the shower, so make sure if you think it's appropriate. Like, Great, where can I see it? He goes, it's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for that, Blaine. Uh, so, Gus, um, I've, been I've been wondering about your passion for the misfortunes of aviation, I guess. Um, and I was wondering why you got into that kind of stuff, and would you ever want to get your pilot's license one day so you can avoid as much people as possible? I, I really want to get a pilot's license, but Esther will not like, let me take flying lessons because she's convinced all single-engine planes always crash. No. Which, they, I mean, I, I guess they kind of do a lot. But, um, <laughs> they do. Yeah, so she doesn't want me learning how to do that because she's just afraid that I would hurt myself in the process. I, I'm really, I'm really, really, I really, really want to. That's why I play flight simulators so much, and um, even when I'm on the plane. But you could just jump out. Parachutes. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. What were you saying? So, like, let's say I'm taking my flying lesson. And yeah. um, the engine stops. Just jump out. But, what? Isn't that what people do? When's the last time you heard about that happening? Jump out of a plane and do what? Just float down. What do you mean? Land. <laughs> it's like spread your arms. Is that not an option? <laughs> I think it's typically very difficult. I can imagine just like a red light coming on you. Like I have no no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, I vouched for you earlier in this panel. <laughs> <laughs> the red light is the everything's Sorry, okay light. We killed, we killed that right away. So, Jack, yeah. let me ask you a question. Yeah. You're a married man. I am. Gus gets a pilot's license. Would you fly with Gus? Yes. I would fly with Gus as well. I'd be I a good pilot. Uh, of all people, I, I know Gus is going to scrutinize everything so much that if it's not safe for him, he wouldn't. I mean, or he, he wouldn't get in it if it wasn't safe for him. Mm -hmm. And I know he values his life more than mine. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would but, be okay. Yeah. You're talking but, about the guy who said he would shoot himself in the face at the age of 40. Because he's really <laughs> old. Is he 40 yet? So close. <laughs> um, but to get into um, like wh why I got into it was air travel is so safe that when there is an incident, it's very unusual. So I'm re always very curious to know what is it, like what are the circumstances that led to this very unusual thing happening? And so what that's kind, it. What kind of plane would you buy if you could? What kind of plane would I buy? Like a single engine small plane, like a Cessna or something like that. Why there? I'd go to Gulfstream, man. <laughs> all right. Mm. All right, so this question is directed to all of you, assuming it applies. Um, what is your favorite first-party Nintendo title and, uh, like, franchise? And if there's uh, sequels, which one's the best one? Favorite first-party Nintendo franchise? Well, I mean, Super like, Mario 64 was my yeah. all-time childhood favorite game. I think, for me... <laughs> and I would definitely play the sequel, Super Mario 65. <laughs> it, it may be blasphemy, but... I was not as much of a fan of Mario 64 as I was of uh, Super Mario World on the yeah. Super Nintendo. Really? Is that the uh, Yoshi one? Yeah, that's where the, yeah, yeah. They introduced the Yoshi, Yoshi for the first time? I just, for me, that one was great. You know, I, they kind of expanded on the idea. And, you know, in Super Mario 3, they had, like, the overworld map, and you kind of yeah. choose levels. But in Super Mario World, they really, like, opened that up even more. Um, so I, I think that was probably my favorite uh, uh, first party. Uh, Nintendo game. Yeah. I think the the Legend of Zelda, the Super Nintendo Legend of Zelda. Oh, that's a good one, too. Really, really good. Is that a Link to the Past? Uh, yeah, yeah, Link to the Past. So good. So I, I really, I mean, after Super Nintendo, I kind of, 
like veered away from Nintendo stuff. So I, I mean, really, I didn't do GameCube or Nintendo 64 or anything like that. I went PlayStation and you know Xbox and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a re-release of Link to the Past on the 3DS, and there's actually a lot more content that was added. Cool. So you should probably check that out. I'm I will check that out. Thank you. But um, also, could you guys sign my shirt at the end of the panel? We can do that after. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome to welcome the Nintendo marketer to the panel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, there seems to be a new addition to the Tower of Pimps. <laughs> yeah. So Joel signed the Tower of Pimps. What, it, it, three years ago he yeah. tried to do it and he finally did it? Yeah, he finally did it. He finally grew the balls to sign the Tower of Pimps. Uh, I think it took him three years to learn to spell his own name. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, retribution will be swift and painful. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. Did he sign it like huge? Like how big? Uh, it's he, like So the blocks are one meter cubes. Like they're life-size blocks and he filled up at least one side. I don't know if he signed all four, but I know he signed up at least one of them. Just one? Okay. So, yeah. Jack's not kidding either. He was backstage. <laughs> he was pitching ideas. Yeah. For what to do, Joel? We could do this one thing and make it look like we're doing this actual thing to Joel, but we're not. We're doing something else. But it looks like we're doing the actual thing. And I said, why don't we do the actual thing <laughs> instead? And then, so, but the thing I have in mind will make Joel not want to work at Rooster Teeth anymore. <laughs> that's why I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> mm, Gavin. Mm, yes. So, I want to hear about your transition from British to an American accent, and I was hoping we could get a preview. He won't do it. He won't do it. I promise he won't do it. Gavin, say, let's go to McDonald's and get a cheeseburger. No, I'll say, I'll say one word. Ass. <laughs> So, just for reference, say it, say it with your British accent. Well, it's a different word, really. Ass. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there you go. It's it's a, a, that's the exact word. same word. It's an arse. That's an, there's an R in that. Ah. Cool or call? <laughs> Over there. Any plans to do uh, Gavin or Google today? <laughs> I think we forgot. <laughs> Would you bring the questions? We no, just, we just did it I recently think, on the podcast. Yeah, I was just say you just did it recently. Gavin or Google is something that's a lot of fun. We did it in the panel last year. Um, but it's one of those things we just want to like beat it to death. So we just kind of do it you know, whenever it strikes our fancy. Also, it's like, you know, the world is only so stupid. So, you know, <laughs> we constantly have to top how stupid the world is. So you got to give them some time to really generate some good material. It's hard to be stupider than the world. It is difficult to be stupider than the entire world. Fair play. All right. Um, first, Jack, I got all your puzzle pieces right here if you want them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a lot of kids that get into your channel and everything. Um, I've always thought, you know, they get into computers and electronics well after the, the first iteration of these products. Um, what product would you like, um, like, younger generations to go back and have to use, like, the original one of? Just once or twice in their life, just to see what it was like. The internet? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The original internet would be good. The original internet. Yeah. It's like, how, how many people in here used Encarta to research something? Yeah. Stuff like that is, man. <laughs> what? Exactly. 
Encarta is basically Wikipedia before it existed. Yeah. Wikipedia. You oh. Could fit. <laughs> you could fit it on a CD. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was on one. I think there was like three or four CDs. Man. Yeah, no, I, w- I would say probably getting anybody who's was born after the year like 95 to like see what life is like without a mobile phone, I think. And that's not even that old. I mean, we didn't have smartphones like four or five years ago. And now, you know, our lives are driven by this like glowing rectangle that we all carry around with us. So it's, it's creepy. You know, it, it, the way things are going and the way like, People are just like jumping on to, you know, the outsourcing their lives and documenting everything. It's like the Matrix doesn't seem like that crazy of a concept. It's like a super sci-fi futuristic concept. If they made the Matrix today, people would walk in. You know, they would. <laughs> they would. They would pay to, to get into it. So it's crazy. So I, I would have people spend some time without smartphones, like one week, and see if they could do it. Hey, fair enough. Thank you guys. Captain, Jack. <laughs> I was just wondering, uh, what are your most anticipated games this fall? Anticipated games this fall? Yes. Oof. Uh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I freaking love Rocket League, and it came out of nowhere. I did not know yeah. that game was coming out. It was so much fun. Yeah. We, we did a Let's Play the other day with uh, Blaine and uh, Miles and Jordan, and... It was the most yelling. Like, you can't stop yourself from getting excited and yelling when you're playing that game. It's, it's so much fun. It's a blast. Uh, the new Doom for me. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. That, that's not coming out this fall, though, is it? Is it not this fall? The, yeah, next, next year. year. Oh, shit. Uh, Fallout 4. I'm, I'm an Assassin's Creed fanboy, so Assassin's Creed, Halo 5 as well. That's going to be awesome. So. Rainbow Six comes out. Yeah, this Siege year, comes right? out this year. Yeah, so I'm a little worried about that one because Ashley, uh, when she was a frag doll, she was like, they had this launch event where it was at a Best Buy over the course of three days and they could come and play Ashley and her gaming partner, Teresa, I believe it was at the time. Uh, and they went undefeated for like three days. So like, Ashley's like this like world champion in Rainbow Six going way back to when she worked at Ubisoft. So I'm a little frightened for her to get hold of that game. you <laughs> <laughs> the last you see of her. She'll embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, my question is, uh, this is my first RTX. and it's not a uh, question. I know, that's not the question. Uh, a lot of panels, I've noticed that there are a lot of cringe-worthy questions that come up from some of the fans. And I'm wondering... Go on. on. How- <laughs> this question can go one of two ways at this uh, well, point. Uh, uh, You're putting a lot on the line, sir. <laughs> I'm just wondering, what is your methodology for dealing with that? Like, do you not offer critique on it? Do you just answer the question and, you know... You've never been to one of my panels, have you? (laughs) My opinion is, is that when people step up to the mic, they watch our show, especially the podcast or anything, you know, that we do in the broadcast division, or Achievement Hunter as well. If, If you step up to the mic, at that point, you're part of the show. You know, and you know what we're all about, and you know, it's it, there's you almost have an obligation away that there's you know five thousand people in this room, there's thousands, tens of thousands of people watching at home. Uh, you know, we we just try to make it as entertaining as possible. I mean, typically, I, I, you guys handle it differently, but typically I just shut stuff. Yeah, down. achievement hunter. Like I typically before we start doing Q and A, I I lay down the ground rules, and so that's 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 seemed to work actually. I think we were on a panel the other day, and a guy waited in line for like half an hour and then go up to the mic and said, I don't know, and then left. <laughs> are, we talk, are you talking about the, which one are you talking about? RTA. RTA, yeah. yeah. We, when we were doing the, the patch yesterday, um, the first person went up to the mic, asked a question, and then like five people 
behind him there was another guy in line who was fuck. <laughs> was, that, was that the question you were gonna ask? Was yeah. <laughs> The, the I don't know guy was so fascinating though because it was like he, he was in line for like 25 minutes and did he just get in line going I'll think of something by the time I get up there and then he's like two people from the front and he's like it's not happening it's not happening <laughs> just like makes if you get in that situation just turn around and ask the person behind you what are you gonna ask <laughs> <laughs> but I do think I do think there's a weird thing uh, with cringe culture like, especially online, where I actually think when people write, like, they, oh, it's so cringy, it's like they can't handle it themselves. I think it's actually an expression of their own lack of self-confidence. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it's people that don't come out to live events, that are at home watching on a screen, who are like, e, they're the most critical of it. They're the people that in indulge in that cringe culture the most. I mean, can't help but notice that. I really, honestly, I think it's just an expression of people's lack of self-confidence when they feel that way. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. I I feel I feel a little bad. Why, Why do you feel bad, Gus? I kind of yelled at someone during the Founding Fathers panel. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Who'd you yell at? I think I was a little harsh on one of those question askers. I'm sorry, Swiss Gladman. Did you say you yelled at who? I yelled at one of the people who asked a question at the Founding Fathers panel. What did they ask? He was going to, no, it was the Grim Reaper. It was a guy who came up, and he was an astrophysicist, and he was going to correct our science, but he wanted to preference what he was going to say with something else instead of preface. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm not listening. I fucking tore into him. I was like, I didn't, we didn't let him get into his question. I was like, <laughs> I was like no, you're not going to go on the attack. Yeah. Like, we're, we'll listen, but uh, if you come out swinging, we're going to hit harder. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was last year at the panel when I told the story about the kid who wanted to take a selfie with me and his mom kept calling on the phone. Yeah. And uh, he actually, he ended up, in a, as a podcast story, he ended up in an RTA. And then he actually came, he lives in Dallas, and he ended up coming down with his dad to spend the day at the office. We got our picture and everything like that. So he had like a way better experience <laughs> than anybody else. So we're, if, if we end up with a funny story, we're actually very rewarding in that regard. I get to find that short girl from the Founders panel that... Uh, I insulted. She called herself short. I said she was also dumb, basically. So <laughs> things happen. Why is no one coming back next year? <laughs> <laughs> a a fresh batch of people to make fun of. <laughs> this is our line shortening strategy. Hey guys, I was um wondering what all of your uh, favorite Gavin or Google questions were. Do you have them? All, no. all of them ever. They're all great. Mine's the third yeah. one. The third Gavin and Google question is like, my favorite. <laughs> I think, I, that was all, the fourth one, eh, but the third one. What was the like one, the, the best the, moments and stuff. The do babies float? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was uh, a legit question. That, that was Mine are always favorite. the Google ones because it just implies that there's so many people out there that are searching for that. And the one that still makes me laugh is how many buttons are in the three buttons? <laughs> <laughs> And then, we, and then there was even like, how many fingers does a person have? It's like, how, that's how you count. That's how you count. Hey guys, um, what were you, what were you going to ask? <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. Callback. <laughs> um, so my question is really for Jack and Gavin, but I'm sure the other guys can ask yeah. or answer as well. Um, 
I was just wondering when you guys are going to play Minecraft online with some of the community Minecraft servers. We, we've talked about, uh, he's asking about Minecraft online, we've talked about playing Grand Theft Auto online. We think like, that'd be more fun. Yeah, because you can get 30 people in some GTA matches, and there's, we've, Je Jeff has been coming up with some really great games to play. So we I actually think talked we about one on the Achievement Hunter panel where there's basically a few people on bikes and everyone else is in jets. And you, they can't use the weapons on the jets, they just have to crash into the bicycles. Yeah. So it's and, uh, jets falling out of the sky trying to hit people on bicycles. And it's chaos with, like, three jets. So yeah. if we had, like, 30 jets, it would be amazing. I'd love to see that. So, yeah, so we're more likely to do something like that than Minecraft. Although we've been doing Minecraft PC, and, uh, like, I don't know if you saw the, the, the cart, what was it, the, the uh, Minecraft EO carts or whatever it was called? They're, we're looking to do more stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a chance we could be, uh, you know, playing, some, playing with the community a little bit, but no promises. Uh, before I go as well, uh, I brought these from the other side of the world, so... Tim Tams. Tim Tams, bring them up. <laughs> so, right. we have about two minutes left. Should we enter lightning round? Oh, lightning round. What, what kind of Fast. Are Fast. Hello. Fast. <laughs> if, you could be, if you could be any character from all the different animations, whether it be Red versus Blue, Ruby, anything... That you don't already voice act, who would Damn it be and why? X ray. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. The Warthog. What's your, favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite part about your job? Getting to go to work every day with people I love. It's amazing. Can't be funny after that. <laughs> hey, I flew from Perth, Australia. I'm wondering where do you want to go that you've never been able to go so far? Mars. <laughs> yeah. India London Other than RTX, what was your favorite convention moment? PAX East PAX Prime I'm going to say Lightning Round <laughs> <laughs> I'll say nothing uh, Bernie, what does it take for you to green light a new show? Like, how do you decide? Blowjobs <laughs> Hi guys, uh, I was just wondering, uh, I came all the way from Nairobi, Kenya, and I was wondering... Brag about it. Yeah, just, <laughs> I was wondering, what ratio do you think it's internationals versus Americans who come to RTX? Uh, internationals about 11 to 12%, I believe. No, you said, what makes you think people come? No, like I said, like, how many internationals do you think you come to RTX versus oh. Americans? Well, there you go, that's a real answer. Thanks. <laughs> For an aspiring writer and person who wants to work in videos... Get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if, if you could be anybody in history, who would you be? If I could be what? Any person in history, who would you be? The Queen. Elon Bur Musk. <laughs> Bernie Burns. La last one. Last one. Last one. Make it good. Oh. Fuck train has no brakes. Oh, oh you did it! Oh. Here's the crazy thing. That guy Shame. will be back next year. Shame. <laughs> Oh my Shame. god. I blame that? you two. I blame you two for being here. I cringed. Should we end? Should we end? <laughs> Shall we end on that? Yep. Don't One fuck more. it up. He, oh, look, he's got a Ruby shirt and achievement on her hat, it looks like. Yes, thank you. Real quick, just general question Bare Naked Ladies concert next year? What's that? Bare Naked Ladies concert next year. Next year, Bare Naked Ladies concert. We'll see. No promises. No promises. Next year, it's just uh, actual Bare Naked Ladies. Thanks for coming out, everyone. <laughs> Thank, you. Hey, Thank you. RTX, we love you.